that that's the day i realized that this is my true passion and i'm i'm going to pursue it simultaneously along with the rest of my career i have this unreasonable target of being financially independent in 2021 this question has been asked to me in all the i am interviews that i sat for why are you here Hey guys, welcome to the podcast show organized by IST Credit. We're here with Dr. Dhira Shivastav. She completed her MBBS from Kasturba Medical College, Manipal, in 2017. She then joined National Heart Institute in Delhi, and then worked at Ernst & Young as a consultant intern. She recently completed MBA from IIM Ahmedabad and currently works in pain and company as a junior consultant. Thank you so much for joining us. It's an honor to have you. Thank you so much Avikal for having me and for the entire team to invite me. It's always a pleasure to talk to uh, you know people who are from the same undergraduate area. I mean I've done my UG from uh, Manipal and it's just a stone's throw away distance from NITK and I'm really excited to be talking to you and especially about your you know uh, anecdotes and excursions on the beach that you have. I was always very jealous that you guys have a beach on your campus like within your campus. Yeah, we miss college too, and especially the beach. We're very excited to begin the session. So, Mom, shall we get into it? Yeah, yeah, sure. Perfect. Uh, so, my first question is: Tell us something about your childhood, and maybe some memories that you have back from your schooling days. Mm, I don't know. I mean, my childhood was pretty boring. I mean, very honestly, Avikal, I was a person who was a teacher's pet. and i was always into academics and my extracurriculars were also the nerdy types for example debating and uh, i used to play the violin yeah that that that's one thing um uh, apart from that like memories as in uh, what exactly are you fetching for anything it can be good or bad something which you will never forget probably for the rest of your life oh something that i'll never forget for the rest of my life i think um that would have to be I mean you know these memories are not exactly the academic memories that you have these are just like you know these bullet points that you write on your cv like under the achievements title but one thing that i'll really not forget was the time when i had you know gotten away from my home with bunch of my friends and gone to see the departed when i was in class 7th and that was an r rated movie and i mean 12 year olds were not allowed but we somehow managed to get in taxi even though that that time uber was not there this is like i'm talking about 2006 2007 and we managed to see the departed and we came back uh <laughs> to our homes like around 5:30 or 5 a.m in the morning yeah i think that was a very adrenaline rushed evening or so i mean that i have to say i can i can definitely understand that um and how was your schooling days like i guess that you were one of those top ranked students in school and you were pretty good with academics so tell us a bit about that as well your achievements in school uh 10th 12th and your entrance examination now this i i had the impression that we'll be having a conversation this has <laughs> just you know very swiftly pivoted to an interview like please tell us your academic achievements class 10 this class 12 so many percentage yeah i was fortunate enough to you know 
reap the uh, benefit of my uh, inputs. I mean, I was a hardworking student during my school days. And even in class 10th and 12th, I had really good marks. Uh, but you know what? At the end of the day, these achievements, again, as I told, they've just become like a bullet points or placeholders or, you know, how you fill your CV. It all, always becomes about what experiences you had, how uh, the friendships that you formed and more or less about what learnings did you derive from that uh, of that phase of your life. Right, right. That's, that's good to know. Um, now, coming to your college, uh, we know that you did an MBBS from KMC, which is, as you mentioned, hardly a 30-minute drive from NITK. So how was how stressful or how fun was uh, medic, medical? You know what? I don't know medical or medical... Somehow, uh, there are so many different colleges in India offering the same degree. But the kind of exposure, the kind of mentorship, the kind of experiences that Manipal offered me, trust me, Avikal, I could not have asked for that in any other college. It is very rare to find, you know, the uh, exposure in terms of the research, the depth and breadth of uh, co-curriculars and extracurriculars offered at Manipal, especially, and the kind of academic competition that exists Nobody realizes that, but I think uh, MB, Manipal is the one college which churns out the highest number of US MLE uh, people, like people right. who clear US MLE from India. And uh, it was just an exhilarating experience. I had my lows, I had my ups, but overall, when I look back, I always feel that no, I mean, I, I, I think something is missing. I need to go back and experience it some, somewhat more again. Um, in terms of experiences at Manipal, uh, one thing that, that that's something very unique about it, the place is that it offers you all sorts of opportunities and you can make what you want to be here. If you want to be a person who's very good and thorough in your academics and you know the top notch uh, number one rank holder in your batch and you want to go ahead and give Emily crack it with you know flying color marks, go ahead. If you want to take a chill pill in life, uh, experience the natural beauty in and around Karnataka by you know going on so many excursions and trips you can do that as well you can go into anything and anywhere from this place I mean uh, and I, re I really look back with a very with very good uh, intentions not good intentions but I look back at that phase of my life as a very very good and very well cherished uh, phase of my life right so that was all about academics, I think, uh, when we were talking about your time at Manipal. Uh, may I ask you what extracurriculars were you a part of at the same time? I was part of the street play team. Well, it was not exactly a team, but whenever there was a street play, let's say from our batch or from our college, I participated and we had gone to, I remember, um, St. John's in Bangalore yeah. for a competition. Bangalore, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was good memories there as well. Uh, then Utsav is there. I'm pretty sure. I think NITK participates in Utsav as part of I the think it does. flagship yeah. Manipal University. I think it does. I yeah, as part of NITK's flagship uh, <laughs> extracurricular fest. That's incident. incident. I remember. Yeah. I I vividly remember. I had come with one of my very good friends, and she was participating in the solo dance competition, and I was there helping her out. And we had a ton of a gala time on the beach. I mean, I was literally blown away that you guys have a beach on the campus and it was such an alive place 
trust me like you i those are one of the few moments in life when i really felt i felt that i was alive on that beach that time amazing amazing i can relate to it yes i can really relate to it <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately with all this pandemic going on we do not we do not know yet when we'll go back to college mm-hmm. but yeah i can definitely relate to it so i just wanted to share like i i remember that on that day that particular day i was wearing this beatles t-shirt okay and uh, there was this girl who was there almost conducting some games on the beach and she you know just she just like clicked oh you are a beatles fan as well and i'm like yeah and uh, i just remember that that kind of a simplicity or just you know connecting with people because of your musical interests uh, that is something i think you can only enjoy in ug and i think especially in this around area manipal Definitely, and in yeah. around area i don't think so that exists anywhere across the country i mean this kind of a place or an environment i don't think it'll be very hard yeah. to find mm-hmm. apart from street play i was this is another one of my nerdy interests that I, that was there like uh, we had a student research forum in kmc manipal and i was i was part of the organization for about 2 years and the third year i became the secretary so as part of that organization i was i i was in and around the student council events uh, we had organized a flagship national medical um, symposium so i i mean uh, i was part of the editorial board as well for 2 years uh, in kmc manipal so overall I, i had like a pretty good experience at manipal not just from the academic side but also right. um, um like you know an overall development that you seek for as a personality or uh, as an individual right so that brings me to the next question and i think it's like the highlight of our podcast uh the most fascinating part of your journey was transitioning from mbbs to mba right and that too for a high achieving medical student like you considering that the number of students who do this is very less across a country how was the experience how easy so or how I'll, hard was it and um what challenges were there in the entire transitioning phase uh you will not believe it abical this question has been asked to me in all the iim interviews that is at for why are you here why are you here like That's they literally ask yeah <laughs> so they're always asking the question that you know uh this time uh the world needs more doctors we don't need more mbas why are you right. here as for an mba degree and to that i simply answer that uh, as a doctor you the impact that you have on lives is enormous as it cannot be matched it's just that when you want to upscale and you want to have an even 10 times higher scale or 10 times higher achievement you need like a top down approach whether that be in terms of the health policy changes whether that be helping out big uh, corporations who are doing good work uh, like corporations as in medical device or uh, corporations or pharmaceutical or, or corporations and for that i was lacking the necessary language the necessary skills as well as the necessary industry content or the industry knowledge that i uh, that that only an mba degree could have provided me at that time and i was fortunate enough to get into the best mba college of You're the right. country yeah, i am ahmedabad and uh, again uh, i am ahmedabad i mean is an experience in all its sense i mean uh, the challenges that i faced over there was since i had been very closely associated with the biology field like for five and a half years or even actually six and a half years because i was working for a year uh, it becomes difficult to get into that mode where it's very engineering dominated it's right. uh, i am ahmedabad i'll 
I mean, I'll tell you, it's, I mean, you have people from all top engineering colleges in there, the toppers of the, those IIT Delhi, IIT Bombay's, you know, they are there. So that ways it kind of becomes difficult. The com- competition and the level of, um, I won't say competition, but the level of uh, motivation that is there in that place, even though I am Ahmedabad is very small, the campus size is extremely small, but in that per square feet, you know, motivation level is off the charts. So that is when you realize that, okay, fine, when you want to change the world, you need to have this level of motivation and a determination. Uh, that was a very stark change that I felt uh, as coming from, a, coming from a medical background. But overall, MBA was a very highly enriching and a uh, learning experience for me. I mean, I learned things which I don't think so as a doctor I could have learned. Uh, so overall my experience has been very good and again like I always correct the question that it was not a transition it was not a uh, swift change or it's it's not a pivoting it's an add-on degree I remember um, uh, there have been so many pushes by so many top-notch colleges like even I am Ahmedabad and even um, uh, Ames I think uh, they have given out so many articles and editorials in top-notch newspapers saying that at this point of time, we have the best set of minds in the medical field. We have the best set of resources. I mean, not everywhere, but we do still have like best set of resources in the metros and tier one cities. We lack management skills. And that is why many times it's because of mismanagement that we are not able to deliver properly to the patient. So at this, I, I think this is the very right time. Pandemic has shown us very well how mismanagement, you know, uh, just blows your game. Even if you have the resources, even if you have the people, even if you have the knowledge, if you're not able to manage your time, your organization blows away. So that kind of a skill set and that kind of a bent of mind is required in medical community as well. So I'll never say it's a transition or I'm pivoting. It's always, it's an add on degree. Right. Um, as you mentioned, because of mismanagement in the medical industry and because of lack of, lack of experience, we have seen what the outcomes are, especially in this uh, entire pandemic era. So uh, my next question to you is regarding that. Why not do something in the management sector of the medical industry? We know that you work at Bain & Company as a consultant, but uh, have you ever thought of, you know, going back to the medical industry and, you know, get into the management sector over there because number one, you're experienced with medicine in general. And number two, you have your consultancy skills as well, your management skills as well. So, you know, you can combine the both and uh, see what, how it goes for you. So that's a very viable option, Avikal. I mean, it's, it's completely uh, possible that I may switch or I may uh, jump to that aspect as well. Like when you're like a medical superintendent at a top-notch right, hospital. That's what I was yeah, about. yeah, those options are 100% available. I mean, uh, it's not like I don't want to go there. It's just that I chose consultancy as my first uh, stepping stone. As See, the best part about consultancy is that you're not tied to one company or you're not tied down to a one uh, industry. You are rotated in different industries and different sets of uh, companies in a very short basis, like six months here, a six months stint there, a four months stint there. So within a very short span of time, you're able to gather flavors of various industries and uh, sectors. So that was one idea behind why not to just simply jump into that um, 
very carved out role that you just mentioned and i wanted to try something more as well like uh, i i wanted to try out pharma i wanted to try out medtech i wanted to try out um, actual hospital care uh, hospital uh, management then you have insurance coming up in a big way it's a huge sunrise industry so right. yeah i want that kind of a exposure to different sets of industries can only be provided by consultancy yeah so talking about consultancy in general uh we have a lot of undergraduate engineering students who are quite intrigued by the vastness of this entire field for them could you describe what a day in the life of a consultant looks like so uh a consultancy is a very uh, you know tightly jam packed fit high deadline high stressed i won't say stressed i mean that's about that's on you whether you want to take stress or not right. but it's a quite a high fast paced life uh you're working for about 12 to 14 hours every day weekends are i mean weekend bain and company definitely gives you off weekends but there are some consultancy firms where you need to work on the weekends as well uh and you are actually on your laptop and you're meeting with clients you are telling them about the analysis that you've done how impact you are driving uh what if you're just jumping out and bouncing off ideas with your colleagues because at the that time client is your boss even though you are reporting to your manager the client becomes your boss and you need to impress the client you need to deliver the results you need to target and you you know just deliver what you've promised the client so if that's the kind of uh lifestyle that people want to go and the added benefits are enormous i mean exposure to different sets of sectors and industries in a short span of time exposure to cxo and cxo minus ones at at such a nascent stage in your career i mean trust me avikal whenever i've sat down in client meetings uh sometimes i speak sometimes i don't but the amount of in nuanced insights that the clients give you i mean at that level because we're interacting with cxos and cxo minus ones yeah that kind of a learning is very very um, it's very nuanced it's very rare also i mean this is not something that you'll find in management books these are the experiences of these highly successful individuals that uh, that they are talking about so that kind of you know pearls of wisdom you're able to get through consulting having said that um, the sustainability does become an issue i mean uh, right. obviously when you're off or you're off office and you're on the client side you are there for like a bunch of four or five days you're not able to meet your family you're staying in hotels so there are people where who leave the consultancy industry like once they want to settle down in life i want to get married or want, they want to spend time with their family so uh, i think there is a trade off over here which every individual or every student needs to exercise whether they want if they if they are up for that high pa- high uh, fast paced life go for it consultancy you'll enjoy but if you're not i mean i think you can uh, go into the industry as well right right okay so talk getting back to the pandemic uh, phase again um, do you think there has been any significant consultants work nowadays and on the same note what do you think is the future of consultancy in developing countries like india considering this economy and yeah, as i mentioned all this covid stuff happening around us so there are two parts of your question one is that uh, what is the future of consultancy and the second one was that how the ways of working have changed definitely pandemic pushed us all into our homes and everything that used to happen on client sites or in client offices and boardrooms has been shifted to zoom i think uh, i actually i'm not, i'm not the right person to talk to because uh, because i have not experienced consulting 
in a non online environment i mean i just had two months of stint at ey uh but uh, i was not exactly traveling that frequently as well in that in those two months so the then that kind of lifestyle which uh, it's like when you're flying to a different city on monday and you're coming back on friday and that that i have not experienced i've just experienced i'm so sorry like bane and company in on the zoom on that platform so um having said that there my seniors tell me like my seniors at bane and company that there are it's all about individual preferences there have been people who have been very happy like their productivity has increased their efficiency has increased because they always thought traveling to be like a mind numbing waste of hours kind of an exercise but there are some people who literally yearn for traveling because they're like okay that is why we want i mean that is the exposure that we wanted like talking to clients and going to right. their sites going and seeing the uh, you know production sites their manufacturing facilities that is what gave us the kick so i think it's a uh, it's 50 50 down there and having uh, talk talking about the future of consulting in india it's huge it's big i mean um, the consulting is one such industry avikal where there is always a boom whenever there is a bust outside so um, there has been bumper hiring uh, in uh, consulting this year in fact in from despite this economy because when the economy is in shambles the big firms always seek out consultants to help with their problems so sense, that's yeah. like a yeah that's like a really good time for the consultants out there so um in my batch uh, our batch is like 400 um uh, 420% like about 80 of us went to mbb mckinsey bain and bcg so you can understand like how aggressively they are hiring considering the pandemic situation right right yeah um so where do you see yourself probably in the next 5 or 10 years based on what have you said about consultancy and the medical field and considering covid um i will again a very hr question i'm telling you you need to just very fastly apply and to the hr department because <laughs> these are the questions the hr always asks us that where do you see yourself in 5 years or 10 years down the line anyways i mean uh 5 years or 10 years 10 years i don't have any uh, i mean i'm not that sure about what 10 years holds for us or holds for me but 5 years definitely i would want to be associated with a leading uh health tech or a health uh, tech, right? pharma company yeah. yeah yeah that's what i was asking <laughs> right um so i think with that we come to an end to the session it was wonderful talking to you about first medicine and then about consultancy and management i i hope our viewers got many useful insights from your personal experience and thank you so much ma'am for taking time taking time out for our session and we wish you the very best for our future thank you so much thank you so much guys and uh, i'm always ready if if any of you have any personal doubts or career uh you know insights or if any want any one of you wants to have information about what uh different sets of businesses are entailing to how to prepare for cat or how to track case interviews for consulting firms i am always a click away on linkedin do sh- connect with me like uh, i think that dr dhira shivas is the name of the profile as well and uh, thank you so much guys for having me over here i mean it's uh, it's a pleasure i mean it's always a pleasure to go back and you know um, actually talk to students who are starry eyed and i mean i was in your shoes you know i mean i had organized so many speaker sessions whether at manipal or at im ahmedabad and that's when you are looking at those people and you are 
okay wow i i would want to you know have such a career or this is the kind of uh, path that i want to trod on so you're always welcome to talk to me and I, and i always have like a soft corner for uh, nitk so sure. anyone yeah. wishes to talk Thank to me so they can always yeah. connect they can always connect with me on linkedin perfect that sounds right so thank you so much awesome yeah have a nice day